Hello, everyone and all, and greetings and all that good stuff. This is uh, Kevin at Podcast for Me, a podcast in which we talk about the finer things in life, like news and sciences and macaroni and all that good stuff. Some nerd talk as well, and uh, all things geek. But let's uh, start this podcast off with uh, the news section. Uh, let's have a theme song. News, news. Gotta get your news, news. <laughs> it's news, news. So, um, here we go. Um, so, I got this one where it says, The next recession is going to be the worst. Or, as the Huffington Post says, it's going to suck. And uh, it just details, uh, in, in the article, it just details uh, past um, recessions. I think there was 11 since the last uh, since World War II, and uh, it's just talking about like it only gets worse after like times are good and shit like that. And it didn't really detail why it's going to be worse, other than uh, I think it hints at as I'm reading it, it hints at like the fact that. You know, we got a president that's like, you know, anti, you know, people kind of thing. And I remember the last recession, we had Obama. And uh, with with that, I remember, I remember like filing for unemployment. And then you can only get unemployment for so long. And um, there was a there was a time where like after that, you had to get an extension. And during the recession, like, he was, like, I don't know, man, if he was directly involved in it, but under his rule, they kept extending it, you know? And that ate, that enabled me to, like, get a job, like, get that time to get a job, you know? And it's funny because one of the things that happens in these recessions is they're like, hey, yeah, man, there's jobs out there. They're talking about, like, McDonald's and shit. So you got a college degree, or whatever, but you know, instead of taking unemployment to look for a good job, that you should just go and get like a McDonald's job, right? Because that's the right thing to do, you know, not suck up the money from you know unemployment. But if you ever work those jobs, you're working your ass off, you know, and you're supposed to somehow look for a job while doing that. Problem is, most times when you have to interview, these part-time jobs that you take or these McDonald's jobs, they don't allow for time off. I mean, they do in a way. Like, you could pretend to be sick. You have to lie. But, um, like, hey, yeah, I got to get a job interview. You're cool with that. You might find the one McDonald's out of all of them or AutoZone or whatever fucking un- minimum wage job you can they'll let you interview for a higher paying job but that's kind of fucked up you know here you are making money like at a job where you receive training you know under the guise of if i pay money into this college i should be able to i should be able to get a good job no you lose your job you know because you're in a recession and it's time to get another job you you want to use that unemployment to find that job again or something similar better you know or even just a little bit not as good but you know the thought process is go get a minimum wage job and that's what they consider a bad job i mean good job for if you're starting out but raising a family it is a bad job and it's 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 
it's terrible if you think that. And if if ever anyone disagrees, I mean, you can't just be like, yeah, man, no, this is a good paying job. Da, da, da. Minimum wage is not a good paying job, especially if you can make more. And if you go to college to make more, then shouldn't you? I mean, I guess that's entitlement. But that's how you keep people poor, you know, <laughs> like just like forget those other jobs. You need to flip them burgers. So like I think it insinuates because of Trump, you know, because it does. It's very lengthy um, article and I got lost a couple of times and ran out of time to read it. Well, it intimated that, you know, you got Trump. Do you think he's going to let that shit go down where they're going to extend um, minimum wage? Not minimum wage. Uh, extend. um uh, what is it? Unemployment? No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine not having money. You know, I would have been on the streets. I mean, like literally. I mean, we needed that extension. You know, if we didn't have that extension, I mean, we we zapped our our savings. You know, and during that recession, that was a real thing. And uh, my options were what? Get two jobs as a part time guy, and when will will ever will I come back to my career? You know. You know, everything worked out in the end, but, you know, it, hey, it was due to minimum wage. But that's anecdotal, anecdotal evidence, you know, it's just me. Ah, I'm going to tongue riff. But, I mean, I can only imagine other people, too. Ah, you know, it's, it's a complicated issue. But, yeah, the recession is coming. It is funny, though, because you notice the recession coming if, if you've been through one of these. When, you know, your company starts tightening up. The, the belt, you know, if you haven't noticed things getting sold off or, you know, uh, if you're understaffed in your job, um, you're like, why aren't they hiring? You know, <laughs> hey, take a look around. They, they might start letting people go because that usually recession means like, hey, corporations are losing money. They got to get rid of the one thing that sucks up money the most, their employees, who they wish were slaves. I mean, they truly do. They don't mean to, but they do in a way. Through the actions, because they speak louder than words. They just wish there was a world where we would work and we wouldn't cost so much. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let me get over that. I would have wanted to talk more about that news story, but I'm like, ugh, lengthy. Um, I read this in the uh, news. Suspected poacher uh, mauled to death by a pack of lions in South Africa. Now, that's just sad. You know, uh, this poacher dude just got killed by some lions. And I guess there's people who are hoo-hawing about, yeah, man, that guy deserved to die because he hunt lions and shit. And I get it. And he, he went out there and he poached. He was not supposed to be out there. And that's terrible unto itself. But it's a new thing in which people are rooting for the death of people over animals. Like, people, animals are worthy over people. There's like a, a genuine hate for actual humans, you know, nowadays. <sighs> Pretty sure if a pack of lions ate your kid or something like that, you wouldn't be so, like, forthright with that. But, hey, you know, I, I I don't have a dog in the fight. Honestly, I don't care if the, the guy got killed by a bunch of lions because he was hunting those when he wasn't supposed to. But uh, that is a thing I've noticed in times. Like, a cop can shoot a, a person behind the back, and, you know, he fit a description, or he touched his waistband. But, man, you fucking shoot a dog, they, they want you to be tortured to death. That's that's a real thing in America. <laughs> uh, what is this one? 
Oh, I read this headline. The Hallelujah Cure. Trump campaign advisor says, pray away the flu. <laughs> so I guess he's a she's a campaign advisor. Her name is Kenneth Copeland. Uh, she's like with the church. She's rich, by the way. She's with the church, but she's rich. I'm just saying. She, I don't fly in a jet. She does. You know, she, she has a better car than I do. But she is for the church. And, you know, I guess, like, if the church is doing good, that means the people are doing good. I guess that's the thought process behind all that. But she's talking about, she won't, she can't get away from this whole concept. She's talking about praying away the flu. And she also did it with cancer, too. Pray away cancer. You know, I'm oversimplifying it, but praying and then God's going to help you. You know, all that good stuff. But in reality... I mean, if you're a true believer, God's not really going to help you with the uh, ailments and shit. I mean, if you serve a purpose, yeah, like you're supposed to save somebody or something, then yeah, maybe. But praying away disease and such, you know, that's not that's not the move, you know, especially if you're a believer of God, you know. You pray for good things and all that, but... Uh, uh, curing you is not in his forte because why when you die you're supposed to be with them so what does it matter if you die you know this all this life is a test if you're if you're a believer in god you know if that's your thing this is all a test right you're just supposed to stay truthful and you know want to be with god and then you die you know even if life is hard book of job you know life was hard for him but you know he stayed true and, um, yeah, so, I mean, just that concept alone. But, yet we give money to these fucking people. That's, this is terrible. It's not really, you're not really doing anyone any any uh, awesomeness here. In fact, the church should be a thing where you just pray, you get together and pray. Maybe have a potluck every now and then, but you shouldn't pay your pastor at all. You know, no, not at all. They should have other jobs. <laughs> This this thing where these religious people amass great sums of wealth. I mean, what's the point? Because you're supposed to, you know, help people learn the voice of God and then die so you can be with God. That's it. Not live a great life on earth, you know. <laughs> but that beside the point, um, you got this uh, Christian lady. Uh, she's getting filleted for her beliefs. And the thing is, though... Um, I don't know. I guess it's because it's Trump. But why do we have to shit on a person with her beliefs? Because that's what this uh, news article is. It's to shit on her to shit on, on Trump. Now, you, you must be confused. I just, just shat on her for being rich and everything like that. But no, I'm just, I just like take a perspective, people. Take a step back and, and, and add a different perspective here. She believes in some foo-foo science. So be it. But... The flu shot itself is a 30%, I think. I thought I read like 10 to 60%, but I read another statistic was 30% effective. Either way, it's not 100%. So you're having faith that the flu shot will work. It's just as simple as people having faith in God trying to help them or whatever. Maybe, maybe there's something where you're more immune. Maybe you have faith in your immunity to the flu and what have you. I mean, you, why do we have to shit on people's faith in things? I mean, faith is a good thing. 
And, you know, this lady wants to pray away some fucking flu, so fucking be it. But we're going to shit on this lady just because she's connected to Trump. She is a deplorable person, though. I mean, when, you, when, you're, when you're fucking rich and you're representing the church, I think that's just despicable. I mean, he, your actions should speak louder than words. You know, I mean, you're making money and all you're doing is reading some Bible out to everybody else. I mean, what what the fuck is that? You know, like it's you're better at telling people about God than others. That's that's your um motivation. So if you wanted to do that, that was your job. If you wanted to have that job, there's got to be a political scheme to it in the way you got to like be nice to certain people and my belief is stronger than others. There should be no monetary gain in in the church. There shouldn't be a thing where you're trying to like one up the other person. Because I, I do believe that if you're religious and you're about the church, it's not about your status. It's not about who you are. It's about being a good person. If good things happen, so be it. If bad things happen, so be it. Because in the end, you shouldn't worry. And I think the book of Matthew is all about that. You know, never worry. Jesus is like, hey, man, chill out. Don't worry. Duh. Because if you die, you go with me. Duh. You know, that's his thing. You know? So you got these fake church people. And you're like, why aren't you reading the news? Well, fuck the news. I'm just talking about this news article. And I'm riffing about it. And it sucks that we're shitting on her for her beliefs. You know, I mean, it's a bit, bit judgy. And it sucks that she's believing this kind of nonsense. You know, so be it. Pretty sick today. I'm feeling it. Uh, I just ate some macaroni. It's not doing too well. Uh, the Christian who c cried abortion. You know, pff, this news article, I read this headline and I started reading it and it just was like anti-church propaganda. And like, I don't know how to quantify this, you know, because like propaganda means you're trying to push an agenda. And they're pushing an agenda because they're, you know, pro-abortion, which I'm all about. I get it. You know, but at the same time, it's just a certain kind of disgust when you're just like you're taking up a cause and just so you can push an agenda as opposed to being true. This article is just like how the church is being stupid for not being all about abortion. How could it be? That's a ridiculous thing to be like shitting on a church. That's what their pro their, their their purpose is. So now you're just you're just attacking them for their beliefs. Just like the church would attack you for your beliefs, you know, I guess. But they're not supposed to. So you should attack that concept alone. You know, when they say the and baby killers, you should just shit on them for that. Shit on that sect that is like, hey, look. You guys are baby killers and da-da-da-da-da. The church isn't, shouldn't be about that at all. And anyone who's for the church shouldn't be about that. you fucking judging people. And didn't Jesus say don't judge people? Whatever. And then these guys, too, they're shitting on the church for not, not, not necessarily being the uh, baby killer spouters, even though it does mention that in the article. But you're, they were attacking the church on, on their view on, on abortion and how they're losing um, people. And uh, it is an attack. It's not more of a, a thing in which, you know, this is happening, reporting the news. You know, that's not, that's not news that 
<laughs> this is something you don't know. How is this something you don't know? That in a world of information that the church is losing followers due to the fact that they, of their beliefs. That's not real news. You're just pushing an agenda so you can have more abortions because you probably probe pro-abortion for some reason because something that is particularly about you that is against that and then so you create this stupid article and you started off as talking about the church and how they cried wolf but you used that as clickbait to get me to click on it this is a huffington post article so when i read it you went and got contrived about it yeah you okay so the first paragraph is talking about the story of the boy who cried wolf and then it talks about how the church is about pro-life. And then it goes in some statistics and talks about how Christians are, like, you know, losing church members because of this. And, you know, there are archaic ways of thinking. This is not news. This is a rant. It should be called rant, not news. Create a podcast. I guess I guess the news does do that. This should be in an opinion column, and then you know you get the people who read it. You read the comments. Uh, if you hate abortion, you should support easy. But they fucking they're just talking. They read the headline and just fucking made a reaction to it. Ah, that's it for news. A lot of the news was pretty boring, and you know about the Olympics, and you know what what would Trump do now? Pick his nose, or what convoluted thing is he doing now? He's blocking some sanction to do some sanctioning with the sanction and the sanction, sanction, sanction. That's <laughs> that that is it, you know. Um, hmm, Angry Joe, huh? I didn't see that. So let's get into some riffing, riff section, riff. Section. That's my that's my that's my song for riff section. Now I'm just making that up. <laughs> I'm gonna riff about some things. Star Wars eight. Oh, because I'm a nerd. Yeah, I forgot about that. So hey, check it. So Star Wars eight. I was um, I was listening. I was w watching YouTube videos while playing Civilization five. <laughs> So what I'm doing is I'll play Civilization Five and I'll listen to a YouTuber. I don't really watch the video. I just listen to it on my phone. And sometimes it's some good articles, some good things. And this guy called The Theorist, something theorist? I forgot what it was. But he was talking about how he ruined Star Wars. And it actually, he does cite the passage in which it's mentioned. They mentioned that due to his theories on Star Wars 8, they had to make several changes or something to that effect, you know, because the fans started believing one thing, and so they had to, like, do other things. Okay, let me sum it up. He theorized a lot of things, like who who, who uh, Luke Skywalker was, if he was going to die. I actually saw that one, he, how Luke's going to die and things like that, which he did die. But um, <clears throat> about, like... Um, you know, the identity of Snoke and uh, things of that nature. So when they went in to make the movie, they just basically took the theories and just went the opposite direction with them or whatever. So Ray's parents are nobodies. Uh, instead of, you know, the theories that came out, you know, Luke Skywalker doesn't do an epic fight scene, you know. Um, Snoke's doesn't have a... Uh, origin story because he gets killed right there you know i mean like instead of having an origin story they kill him 
was what is if you haven't watched star wars 8 it sucks to be you so i'm ruining it here um what else happens in that movie that they just reversed it i don't know but like if you watch that movie there's a lot of like instead of going one way they go another and i, I did cover that in one of my podcasts about be different good um uh, <clears throat> where like they just wanted to be different you know like because because of all those things well he gave food for thought he was like well i made these theories and so they went the opposite and i mean shit it could be said that that's what they did so they wanted to be different and rather just be different in a way where it could have been a better story like i mean really they should have just instead of going one direction went with an action direction or something fuck i mean they did such a terrible job being different from those theories snoke should have been somebody ray should i like ray's um parents being nobody that works and i don't mind him dying at the end that's cool too but give him the goddamn origin story take his power i don't know and then um you know and have a last battle which brings me to this uh one thing i watched this um how it should have ended on youtube and you guys gotta watch that shit i mean they got this one with star wars 8 and a lot of it's stupid you know it's like funny haha that's cool it's a trap that kind of thing but at the very end they did something i didn't even think of that was cool um so at the very end luke faces off those uh those walkers and they shoot at him. And it turns out he wasn't there the whole time. Whatever. Got it. Well, in this one, how it should have ended, they, they although it was funny, you can see some anger there. This is what they did. He, um, he, him with Ray, they're going to go in a, they're going to go fight those things, right? And then, um, they go, they do the part where, um, what's his name goes, I want you to fire all the weapons at those two, right? So they fire the um, the walkers fire at them. Instead of them not being there, they use the force to stop the lasers in the air, right? The the giant massive beams. So, and then they they solved it. Like if you're like, whoa, they can't. How they do that? They can't do that. And then it's funny because in the walkers. Uh, or the ship or something like that uh, Kylo's like how can they do that they can't do that you know and then um, one of the uh, pilots he goes he goes yeah they can you showed it in the force awakens because he does do that he stops a laser in the middle of um, in the middle of like uh, in in mid firing you know he stopped the laser and I thought that was pretty fucking cool when I first saw it so this took that idea to the next level instead of just one laser they stopped like huge walker layers and then with the lightsabers because you could do this with um, lasers like a common trope in Star Wars is hitting the the lasers that are shot at you with your lightsaber so when you shoot a laser they just you know use the lightsaber well with their lightsabers they were knocking back the um the lasers right uh the, the the lasers of the um of the what are the, the walkers and then they, they got beat up and they destroyed the ships that way and i was like that's fucking awesome that was so cool i mean damn dude that's what they should have did i had it in my head thought of them as like running like more action pace kind of thing like them running at them and and jumping back and forth and all, like big action scene of Luke, Luke just fucking those uh, Star uh, Walkers up. But maybe that wouldn't have been as cool as that because he freezes the laser and they do freeze the laser in the Star Wars Force Awakens. You know, oh man, that would have been cool. But they didn't do it. So there, there, we didn't get that scene. Great.
Alright, um, my next item. Get Out. So, the guy who made Get Out, the director, he's, uh, there's Key and Peel. I think he's Key. I forgot which one he is. But he's the, he's funny. He made that, uh, he made that movie Get Out. And, um, he talked about how he's going to retire from acting. And you're like, well, why is he going to stop acting? Well, as it turns out, they had this terrible movie called The Emoji Movie. And my kid loves this movie, by the way, but I fucking hate it. And one of the Emoji Movie oh, characters that they had was Pooh. And um, they offered that role to this guy. And Key or Keelan, Keen, Keenan, he, uh, he's black. They offered a black dude uh, to the... the the character of poop and uh yeah that made him mad and i have to say i mean you, you, you get, ah, that sucks right you were offered poo and it's like for him to be angry it's not like oh he overreacted no that probably mean it's jordan peele there cool i was looking that up as i was talking <laughs> jordan peele for him to be mad at them offering him the character poop means that that, that shit probably i was probably he said it was the straw that broke the camel's back that probably means that in his time trying to be an actor they probably offered him roles like stereotypical black man or um gangster thug dude or something like that because you could see a lot in his comedy and as well as in the movie get out that you know there's a lot of um racism out there in the world or in the world in america especially that still exists it just exists in different forms yes we're not flogging people yes we're not hanging them on the trees and yes we're not separate but equal kind of well depending on who you're talking to. We're not making them drink or sit in the back of the bus or drink from a different water fountain. No, there's other types of racism. And when you watch Get Out, you can kind of see it. Like the the over... I forgot the word, but you're like, oh, I voted for Obama. Like, why would that come up in a sentence, you know? Like, in, it, in the time the movie came out, it had nothing to do... You know, like Obama, it wasn't like it was vote election time, you know, that kind of thing. And um, they would talk about like how virile they were and how like hardcore. Yeah, I mean, like just there's a different kind of racism. And I think that is in Hollywood, especially because there is a thing that goes on in Hollywood where they're a bit fake. You know, I mean, if you can't tell that people are fake, I mean, duh, they're in the industry of being fake. <laughs> of course that's gonna be you you know if you're if you're in an industry i, I shit you not if you're if you're in an industry of helping people it kind of rubs off where you start helping people even if you don't have to and the reverse happens as well if you're in a if you're a person who is like in a job of violence you're gonna be a little violent when you get out i mean that's just the thing you know i bet well, I don't want to stray off too much. But, yeah, man, I bet this guy saw a lot of racism in Hollywood. And then when they offered him shit, he probably – just the thought process of I bet that guy thought, yeah, it would be funny to get him to play some shit. Fuck, yeah, he should play some shit. Like he played some kind of a mental thought process of it. And that's due to the fact that that probably does exist. And at first I thought he was oversensitive. But then as I thought more about it – my mind was changed. I'm pretty sure it was more of a thing in which, you know, like it's underlying racism, which is where I don't I, I, I don't know. I don't want to say it's worse, but it does feel worse. You get 
I get things like that similarly as in, you know, you're, you're a shitty person, but yet you're not outwardly shitty. Like you're like, like there's, there's, I had a boss and they would like totally shit on you without shitting on you. You know, like they wouldn't curse at you, but they would, you know, I guess make your office, uh, face a wall. (laughs) Why everyone's, they separated you, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. They would they would scrutinize your grammar in front of other people, but not like in a shitty way in the sense of, you know, you motherfucker. No, it would be like, uh, yeah, you didn't cross this T and you didn't dot an I because we did learn in English class this, this, and this. And you're like, what the fuck are you telling me this in front of everybody? And it had nothing to do with anything, you know, <laughs> or I don't know. There's a lot of examples, and I don't feel like ranting about that right now, but I mean... There's tons of examples in which, you know, people are shitty in one way or racist in one way without actually having to say it, you know? <laughs> um, that's a common joke of mine, too. Like uh, when um, somebody goes, oh, I recognize you from somewhere. I'm all like, you're landscaper because I'm brown. <laughs> they laugh hard, too, when I say that because there is a sense of, yeah. Yeah, you do look like my landscaper or some shit like that. <laughs> All right. What else have we got? Changing society. I was listening to this one podcast, and they were talking about um, – it's this uh, one guy. Let me get his name out. He, he was talking about how depression works. It was on the Joe Rogan show. Give me a second. Um, I was a big player in my world. I keep talking about Joe Rogan. It's Johan – Something or other, right? Johan Hari. Johan Hari. And it's like this sweet Swiss British guy, right? He's a writer. And he is like he's a cool guy, cause you would think that if someone was talking about depression, they'd mostly be a um they would be a doctor of sort a clinical doctor or something like that to that that nature. But no, this guy is just a writer, you know journalist if you want it but um at first as he was talking i was against everything he was saying because because he came up with the idea of like simple stuff the reason you're depressed is because your job sucks i'm like yeah duh that make you depressed like just like prisoners you know you can't just but then once again you just can't be not a prisoner or you can't just be uh, you can't just be not in your job you know i mean some people can but not everybody and his stance was change society and um, – or change your – well, if you're talking about a person, change your environment. If your environment is causing the depression, then you change your environment, which isn't my um, – I'm like against that, you know, because I mean you can't change the world, but you can change yourself, you know. And um, I'm so anti that thought process, but he kind of won me over. I'm not going to lie because um, – one thing he could really confused me with, and I had to listen to this part over and over and over. He said that um, when a kid is abused, he goes, you have two two things you could do. You can, one, accept it, or two, um, tell yourself that it's your fault. And that really stuck with me because I was just like, how does that work? And then because he follows it with, you know, there's a certain kind of power in that if you say it's yourself and that i didn't understand i don't understand how that's empowering <laughs> but it uh, well i guess how he explained i was reasoning the, 
when he explained it, it didn't make sense to me. But when I thought about it, I don't know. I'm thinking if you if you blame yourself for the abuse, then you could take that in life. And, and so if you're in a shitty job, it's it's your fault, you know. And there's nothing you could do about it. So in that, you can take antidepressants because it's not your fault, you know. I can't be depressed because it's not my f- I mean, it is my fault, so I could be depressed. I guess you could own to that. I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. And then there's the acceptance, you know. And I, I think that's the thing you want to do. You just accept your despo- deposition. Your disposition, Deposition. Uh, you could accept your place, you know. If you're poor, you're poor. Rich, rich. Uh, if you're gonna get hit, this is me. That's a that is a meditation kind of thing, you know. This is what's happening right now, and I'm just gonna move forward or whatever, you know. This is I'm in traffic right now, and this is what I will do, you know. Anytime a bad situation happens, you just accept it. I guess that's two philosophies of thought. So I don't know where he was going with that because as you listen to him he's very spacey he was like he'd go from one subject to another subject to another subject and um yeah a lot of things he said made sense right it was i mean like if you're at your job and you're depressed because this is it there's no up no down you're just there i guess there's always a down but that doesn't really give you comfort it all could always be worse you know you're just there and um what do you do you could, you could take xanax or something like that or zoloft or something like that and then i mean that's it that's his life or you could do the thing he mentioned you could just get another job that's better or something like that you know change your life and uh, i'm like oh i no, no one could just pick up and just change the life i mean not no one but not everyone if you have like a wife and kid shit like that and they're relying on you or whatever i mean fuck you can't just like up and go <laughs> if 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 something say say you didn't like like your kid you know and that kid's giving you depression or whatever not my kid i'm, I'm just saying um what do you do leave your kid that that doesn't work same thing with the job you just can't do it so I mean, you can't just leave your job, even though that would be the best thing. You should work towards an end, you know, trying to find your out, which which I have done. I'm trying. I'm, I got my. Oh, I like my job though. That's the thing. <laughs> but if I didn't like my job, I I do prefer to do other things like podcasting. That'd be something I'd like to do. Watching TV, definitely. Let's do that. But um, Joe Rogan's a big believer of the working out and eating healthy and you know that'd be the best thing to do right if it was so easy you know everyone would do it but sometimes he's right though people do hold themselves back they do have opportunity and they hold themselves back so i guess there's that and then this guy he's talking about yeah just you know leave your job and da 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 but then he starts he shifts gears and then he says hey wait if we change the way society is we could be better and happier as a people because we are working jobs we don't want to work, you know. And if you find yourself being controlled, he says this. I'm, I'm just paraphrasing what he says. He says, if you find yourself being controlled at your job, 
you know, most of your life, you know, then you will, you'll be depressed. Having a lack of control, it just, yeah. And I, I like, I, I agree with him on that too. I mean, but you know what? There is no control, you know, you know, if you're, you know, of the meditating variety, there's no such thing as control. You have no control of anything. You know, things are as they are, you know, you can do other things and yeah, Things will change, but you really have no control over it. You could decide to change your career, and your career may change, but you think you have control, but at any time, it could be taken away. It's all temporary. Everything's temporary. Everything's fleeting, you know? But, I mean, if you just change your mind scope in the sense that, and this is my own philosophy, if you just change your mind in the way of, you know, yeah, I'm doing this, mm-hmm. Yes, it's good for now. And if something else bad happens, this is bad for now. You know, <laughs> either way. Or maybe just, you know, disagree with the good times. But that hurts when the bad times happen. So just just be neutral, <laughs> if anything. Well, anyways, so the guy says if we just change our dynamic of, you know, being in these jobs that we hate and things like that, pursuing the, you know, you know, lack of pursuit of happiness, you know, you know, it's, if we could just change that, you know, that would mean you'd have to change the society. Joe Rogan's against it. He's like, no, fuck that shit. No, bro. It's about this. It's easier to change the person than it is to change the society. This guy's all like, is it now? And he goes, he goes, I'm a homosexual male and life is pretty good now for us as, a, as opposed to 30 years ago, 50 years ago. And he goes, in fact, 30 years ago, if you were to tell somebody that, you know, 30 years from now, you'll be able to, you know, be, uh, what did he say? You'd be, you're going to go to the White House to a black president and tell you that, you know, it's okay to marry somebody if you love them, you know, if they're the same gender, you know, like you wouldn't believe that. And he's right. That guy was right. He defeated... The argument I was thinking in my head, I was like, this is no way you'd be able to change a society before you could change a person. Well, I, I guess you could change a person before a society. But if we do move towards the goal of changing society, people would be more happier. I mean, just like for the aspect of homo hom homosexuals, like they they were unhappy being, you know, shamed for what they were and, you know, and then like life wasn't conducive to that so here you are depressed because you couldn't live the way you wanted to live and fast forward to now it's a legit thing you be gay as, as you want and it's cool you know they're still fighting for more rights or whatever you know because there's still some discrimination somewhere you know but to be told man society's changed in that way you know it's more happier for them now when it comes to changing the society for, you know, disparity in your job, that is a complicated thing. Because, I'll, t I'll tell you why. Because you got, with, with gays, it's one thing. It, it's literally one thing. To accept them. That's it. Now, when you, you're talking about people that with with the simp with the simplicity of just accept them you can form groups and everything else you have a a common cause a, a common thing to talk about you know that's a 
that's a thing you can do in your lifetime. You know, you can join groups. It's easy to fit on a T-shirt, you know, pro-gay or something like that. I mean, like, everything else works that way. But what doesn't work is um, is what we're tr- trying to change the society at now. Because Okay, so you're depressed at your job. So what would your message be? Have better jobs? Well, that's too broad. You know, that's like... What do you mean to have better jobs? How can you have better jobs? Okay, okay, that's not gonna work because that's too broad. There's so many jobs. Like, what is what is a better job? A job in which you get paid more. Okay, okay. So let's talk about that. Jobs for more pay. Now, how would you accomplish that? You know, with 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 gay people, you just accept them. It doesn't change the dynamic of your financial structure. It doesn't change how trees grow or global warming or whatever. No, you just like, oh, okay, that's what you do. But when it comes to better jobs, you're trying to get better pay. What does that mean? You know, how do companies have better pay? That's impossible because some companies can handle better pay, you know, than others. You know, I'd be great. Okay, well, what are we, we? So that's not gonna work. I don't think that will ever work in a way where you're like all companies have to pay employees a certain amount. That's your that's your communism right there. And and as history's gone on, it has not proven that that works. You know. And I guess the lack of progression would stop. If if communism was a way in which everyone was happy, then that'd be a thing. But there's many. Countries that have practiced communism and they're poor and, and real extreme poor, you know. Now that could just be some covert ops nonsense. But tinfoil hat aside, fuck it. It just doesn't work, you know, for happiness. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? So money is a thing. Money is a thing because you're trying to have a better life, quality of life, right? Not everyone can have good money, though. You need poor people to feel better about being medium and medium people that's how fucking rich people feel good they got people underneath them you know you, it wouldn't exist you know we live pretty good as a people we we live in houses and apartments and shit we don't live in the fucking forest with uh you know dust around them and huts you know straw huts so what is it we're trying to accomplish here you know like as changing the society I mean, what he proposed, now I'm going back on it, what he proposed is possible, you know, with the gays, but it's hard to quantify how easy it is in comparison with with accepting gay people, you're just accepting an idea, you know, you're, you're accepting just the concept itself and that's that doesn't change anything, it changes who you are maybe, if anything, but it doesn't change like the materialistic thing of the world and that's what we, we're, we're saying here with society we're trying to change the, ec- the economy it's not gonna happen you don't even know where to go that's so complex and nuanced there's no way to just like make it so poor people can live a good life there's no way maybe shape the society in a way where you have purpose you know everyone has a purpose you know, well, that brings it back to like maybe socialism. If that's the thing, everyone has to unify themselves under. See, that's just a complicated thing. I'm I'm reneging on this. Like, I mean, in a perfect world, you could change the society 
to do it. But you have to come up with a frame in which to do that. You can't do it economically. It just wouldn't work. You can't just say, oh, okay, let's just have better jobs. That doesn't exist. Nobody knows what a better job is. It's like everyone could be video game guys. Not everyone thinks that's a good job. Okay, better pay. Not everyone can make better pay. It just won't work. Companies won't do that. Pizza Hut cannot afford to pay its employees whatever amount of dollars to to justify the cost of their pizza, you know? And say if you want to go to an extreme, well, okay, let's make that pizza 100 bucks. you know? No one will buy Pizza Hut. Or maybe people could buy Pizza Hut because they don't have the money to afford it because they make that amount. I don't know. <sighs> making being be, making it a communist thing, you know, everyone makes the same amount. Well, I don't know the logistics, but it doesn't work because in the past it hasn't worked. Maybe we can make it work. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think if we had a, a stronger sense of unity, maybe that would be a thing, and that way, you know, you'd have something to bond commonly. You know, when I look at a person, they look at me, and I'm say I'm American. They say they're American. What does that mean? You know, I'm American. Ah, oh, me too. I'm American. What well, What do we share? Thanksgiving. So my bond of Thanksgiving is what makes it so you would let me in your car for like if I were to hitchhike. Uh, that's tough. That's real tough. Um. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. This is the riff section, you know. I'm riffing on how to make the world a better place. And I I, I don't know, man. Just the, those thoughts escape me. You Like um, universal income. That's another thing they were trying to do. Would that really work? Universal income? It'd be cool. You make your money and then you get an extra thing of money, you know, with it. So here I am working my 40-hour week. Plus, I get an extra stipend money for month you know i'd take away the welfare to make that work i'd like to see that tried um that's something new you know maybe with more income you know maybe maybe life would be better so there you go universal income we came up with it elon musk was right that's what we do but it is a complicated thing for instance when the occupy new york thing happened or whatever occupy wherever that shit didn't work because nobody had a clear, defined message. It was, corporations are bad. I'm like, duh. Okay. What does that mean? Well, they're bad because they make money and we don't. So you're saying that it's bad for someone to make more money than you? You're just sitting here in Manhattan. What's, what's that? See, there was something going on there, but they didn't know how to redefine what they were saying. They didn't have... A clear message. A clear message is that the corporations are bad. That's too vague. Yeah. You know, name a corporation and tell me the top 10 employees. You couldn't do that. A corporation is a, a, like an ethereal being. You know, you, you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conglomerate of people under people, under people, under people. And yeah, you have the fictitious person as a CEO. He's the figurehead, and maybe he does do things, and maybe he does it. But in reality, this is a part of a big thing that's doing things. It's trying to make more money than it did the last year, you know, and uh, through lots of proxies and 
people, lawyers, they do horrible things or good things. Who knows? But it's hard to be like shitting on corporations when you have no clear understanding what that is, you know? And then to, to organize an entire movement, just to, I mean, it's just, you drew attention to what? The fucking thing is over now. What did you get out of it? Nothing. Oh, there's disparity. Yes, yes, there is disparity. And there has been disparity for thousands of years. How do you fix that? See, with the with with black people, you had you had something simple. I want to be able to drink out of a water fountain. I want to be able to sit anywhere on a bus, and um, that's pretty much like you know you you had uh, I have a dream and you know all that and everyone's being equal and that's what you have. But um, you know, and with gay people too, it was the same thing. You had something you can fight for, like you know, just accept me, and you know, we should mar- we should be able to marry too. But with uh, with wage disparity, I mean, it's a hard thing to push on people. I mean, you got a corporation that need bottom line needs to make more money, you know, and the employees themselves are supposed to be like uh, slave labor at best. You know, it just so happens you have to pay them. And that's why, I mean, like with unions, they have jobs, union jobs, and, you know, they, they, they get paid better. You know, unions get paid better. You know, usually if you have a union job, you get paid better. And that's, that's how it's always been. So I guess, I guess that's, that's a thing. So if you have a corporation and, um, they're making a lot of money. Their goal is to make a lot of money. A union, I guess their goal is to uh, help out the employees because you could work 20 years in a corporate corporate company and they'll fucking get rid of you real easy. I mean, I work at a place where this lady uh, she worked at uh, she worked for one place for a while and um, you know she painted these air rooms and did a bunch of work for the company. But then when they got bought out by a corporation, fast forward five years or whatever, and, and it doesn't matter how many 20-plus years you put into the, into that place, they'll be like, hey, yeah, we're going to move you here to a little corner, you know, because they don't care. And, that, and it's not like it's a thing in which, you know, these people are inherently evil. They're not. It's just that you... You, you grouped up together to create a force in which you make more money. And by that, if anyone gets destroyed in the process, it happens. And I, I wonder what cabal of people come up together and make these decisions like, well, you know, I mean, it's money or, or, or this person, you know. And, I mean, a union wouldn't have saved her, but at least she would have been paid well. <laughs> so, like... Um, yeah, society as a whole trying to yeah, I mean like if you if if people all of a sudden came together and realized it's really about the amount of money you make and that's what it is. I mean, you can't change to change society, you have to find a def- definitive message. Like wage, that's something you can work for. Univer- uh, um, universal income, you can work for that. But it has to be charged with something, like socially. You know, with gay people, you know, they, those are actual people that aren't able to do what they what they should do or what they are able to do. You know, and with black people and other 
minorities. It's mostly black people, though, really. I mean, like, they're the only minority that gets a loud voice. Everyone else gets kind of a... All the other minorities are ch- ch- work hard, you know, at best immigration, you know. But, um, you know, they, they had a centralized message, treat us equal, things like that, you know. And it's not convoluted. It's simple, you know. <clears throat> if I fit the description, don't shoot me in the head, that kind of thing, you know. Um, but when it comes to fixing the society to make people happy, you got to understand what makes people happy. And that's, I guess, being paid for what you're worth. Maybe, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure if you got paid more, you would have more opportunity to do more of the things you want to do, work less, something. But because of the fact that it's such a complicated issue, it'll never get fixed. Unlike, so I'm, I'm reneging on that, you know, because I, I get it. You know, you want to change society. Society has to change for, you know, depression to stop. But it's not. It's just not. Because there's no clear defined message, you know. And if you could just fix the money aspect, I think that would fix 80% of the problems. I mean, there's still the the problem of um, what you're working and doing. Does that give you purpose? You know, because people work off of purpose. You know, like uh, back in the day, you'd hunt and you got the food. We eat the food and you're good. You know, you purpose. Without that food, we all die. But it's kind of hard to find purpose in delivering mail or flipping a burger or something like that. If I didn't flip this burger, this person wouldn't have ate. But you really don't care, you know. But, um... Yeah, I mean, yeah, society. Well, let me move on. I riffed off, riff, riffed a little bit too much on that. Um, what else we got going on here? Man, I, w- I really wish we could pay people more. That would be good. And I, I think that universal, uh, universal income, basic income, something like that, where they kind of give you money per month on top of whatever you make, you know, I think that would work, you know. I mean, give it a try, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, if if people have more money, I'm pretty sure they'd be happy, you know. I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, Changing society, people complicated. People are complicated. Yeah, they are. Um, Let's see here. So I was thinking about it. Um, another way to change society, if you want, <laughs> or change the world. You know how, like, give me a second, drink some water. Mm. You know how, like, uh, you have YouTube, and on YouTube, it started out like goofy videos and whatever. But on YouTube itself, you can have videos on, like, the nature of reality or um, how physics are, simple physics. You can have whole math classes on there, English, how to, how to tie a knot, all sorts of stuff is on YouTube. The whole wealth of knowledge is on YouTube and that's cool right I mean with that coupled with other forums and everything else uh, uh, knowledge is being traded and people are just getting smarter through that you know sharing we're getting problems solved you know not not to not to the degree it should be I mean like inadvertently people are solving problems left and right you know they watch a YouTube video they think oh yeah why don't I do this this works you know that kind of thing and I was thinking what they should do is have a central database for medical studies or any scientific study. See, I guess like with science studies, if you if you fail something, if you do a study like uh, mice eating sugar makes them die or some shit like that, and like your study fails or whatever, 
um, I guess it doesn't need to, it doesn't get published, and you can just start all over from scratch until you do publish. But that not knowledge is lost. In fact, certain things can be figured out by mistakes. You know, I think uh, what French Onion dip was an accident, or was that ranch? <laughs> the guy was making one thing and accidentally made something else. And I think that if no matter what, you had to register whatever your study was to to a centralized scientific community. I don't know why this is a bad thing. If you did that, even if it fails, you publish it, someone can look it up and see your findings and then go that way. And then you think to yourself, you know, intellectual properties and things like that. But no, I mean, like, if you're going to get grant money or, or, or anything, I mean... It's for the benefit of humanity, right? Uh, it shouldn't be a selfish gain. And maybe it will help you in the long run. You're like, you read that study, and maybe it'll help your study even better. I don't know. But all the studies should be on one like thing, like a Wikipedia kind of thing, where everyone could kind of add their shit together, and then you could, like a search engine, you could search it up. Like, oh, I want to do a study on cancer of the liver and then you just google that and or whatever the fuck you call it and then you see all the studies that have been done and failed and then what tr what's been tried and failed i think that together with everybody around doing that you know we could solve a lot of problems and make it a thing in which you can't do it unless you do that you know and that way like if you're about to make a mistake you've you've not repeated a mistake a thousand times you know, like, I'm going to do it this way. Oh, it's already been done. Okay. Well, I'll try it this way or it's been done. I don't know why that's not happening. I don't know if someone's never pitched the idea. I guess it's too lengthy. But, I mean, America itself should fund this. You know, I find the people and then make it a law. Because, I mean, what are the negatives of, of uh, sharing your information? I mean, or not make it a law, make it free. Maybe you don't do it, but I think people will freely do that. I mean, if you're out to do a study, you know, for instance, um, they centralized uh, prior auths. What does that mean? Um, they didn't centralize it per se. But, okay, so say a medication isn't covered by your insurance. We got to do this thing called a prior auth. Or, and then what that means is we fill out a paper to, to tell the insurance, hey, this patient needs this medication because of this this and this you fax it over to the um to, to the insurance and insurance says yeah yeah okay that makes sense and then the patient can get their medication or no the patient can't get the medication because of this this and this now you could do this on a website and it just well for us it keeps it keeps a record of everyone that's ever been done so you could see um priors that were done and um i guess you know start from there I mean, and if there was a failure, because we scanned it into the chart, we could see the failures and why. Oh, okay, well, if I do this prior auth again, I could just renew it. And if that doesn't work, I can see why it didn't work. You know, something like that. I mean, that's something simple, and that's just for medications. This helps people more, you know. There's no harm, no foul. You know, uh, able to do a prior auth to get medication for the patient, you know. I mean, this that's a thing, you know. It would suck for you needing a lisinopril or something like that, like a, like a medication for your heart, and you can't get it because your insurance won't pay for it. The very thing you pay for won't let you get it, you know. And then here we are doing prior offs, and we found a way that makes it easier for everybody. 
Uh, but insurance companies wouldn't want that if they found out this is too easy. Fuck this. <laughs> it's all money in the end. Uh, see our YouTube. Better now than before. Nerdcore. Uh, Nikki Med Documents. A wiki for Med Documents. That's what I ended with. Um, the Blacklist. <laughs> so I was watching The Blacklist the other day. And uh, I noticed that, like, I've been, I've been noticing that this show's very um, in-your-face with propaganda kind of thing. Like, um, what was the thing? Uh, and they, they try to do both sides of the argument, but it's real, like, in-your-face kind of thing. For instance, um, uh, what, was, what was it? Was it, was it guns? Was it religion? Uh, was it guns? I forgot. Shit, you know what? I fucking forgot where my, my brain was at. But last night, though, or night before, I forgot when, I watched this one episode called The Cook. And in this episode, this dude, I, I guess, like, is a priest. And for some reason, um, he gets it on with a priest chick. And um, he gets kicked out of the... Um, he gets kicked out of whatever the church thing he's in. So because of that, he feels that women, I don't know, they they make him lust for them. So therefore he has to set them on fire. And I felt like that was just, I don't know, hating on dudes. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, you're a priest, you get laid, you get kicked out, and you blame women. So you set them on fire. And it's not like... It's not like um, he just like puts gasoline on them and you know sets them on fire. He's got some weird wonky way of doing it, man. He's got accelerant and chemicals, and he knows how to like set a fire and sit down and watch it and or something like that. It's very sciency fictiony how he sets these fires up to burn these ladies alive, you know. And uh, um, I don't know. I just. <laughs> One, I felt like it was pushed in my face. I don't have the brain to understand what, what I saw. You know, like, I mean, men hate women. That, that's how I saw it as. It was like, men hate women, so they want to set them on fire because men are so bad. That's what it feels like when I watch this show. I feel like it's like criticizing men or white men. And then, uh, and uh, yeah, because he, he, he was trying to get with this black girl, and he couldn't get with her because he's a priest, I guess. So he wants to set her on fire. I felt like that. That's like white men oppression over black women or some shit like that. I don't know. I was watching it. Oh, maybe I'm reading into things. But I do remember that there was a point where I was just like, why is this in my face right now? And I can't remember if it was about gun control or it was about, man, dude, what was it? Ah, racking, I'm, my brain really hurts right now because I'm trying to think about it. I'll come back to this blacklist propaganda thing. But I, I know what I'm talking about, kind of. I know what I'm talking about. I'm so stupid. No, 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 no. Check it. The blacklist. There's propaganda in there. I just can't remember what. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That segues into the uh, the truth of it. I've noticed that in, in the blacklist, uh, they used to be, so they got this main guy. He's a bad guy. And he would give the FBI these criminals that they didn't even know existed. 
And he called them blacklisters, you know, because they're on his blacklist, right? And how did he find out about them? Well, he found out about them because he was a um, he was a uh, a criminal overlord guy. So he'd either work with the guy or heard from another criminal about this guy, right? Because he did it for a job or whatever, right? So each one of these guys are all <clears throat> part of a thing. Like they make money off of these things, right? So this guy, uh, out of nowhere, <clears throat> he, he's, he's, a, he's a priest, and at, like after about a year, I mean, he gets kicked out, and for one year, he starts killing ladies with fire. And I'm like, how the fuck did he find out about this guy? Because this guy wasn't like, hey, I'll do this for a million dollars. No, he's just setting people on fire, like well, girls, and that's why he's doing it. Really, it's because he wants to get with these girls, but he can't, so he sets them on fire. So I was like, how did, how did he get the blacklist on this guy? Like, how is he on a blacklist? And I was trying to explain this to my wife, but my wife is hardcore about, like, female power. <laughs> so, like, 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 that show, the main character is a lady. And I feel like she, because of that, she don't want to hear anything negative about this show. And I was voicing my concern. I was like, the show's written stupidly. I mean, like, so you're telling me that this church guy all of a sudden just starts setting people on fire in these elaborate ways, you know? And then um, we went back and forth, and, like, I, I could feel the vibe of I shouldn't have shat on this show. So in retrospect, I think to myself, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said anything to begin with. And that's a thing. That's a thing in which people out there, uh, if there's truth – or an opinion that differs from their own, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it, and so they, they shut off or they try to stop the argument by saying, you know, like, you're racist or something like that, you know. And um, that's with all things. Like, for instance, I, uh, I work uh, at this one place back in the day, and this person was, like, super lazy. And... Uh, they, they do something sometimes, like, they'd be like a Monday they'd do something, or a Wednesday they'd do something. But most times they didn't do anything. They just did the bare minimum, and that's it, you know? And uh, I called them out on it, and I was like, I was like uh, they, they, they made a joke saying, oh, all you do is do this, this, and that. And I'm like, fucking hardcore. So I was just like, well, so we can't all be like you, lazy. And then, like, that person got real mad. And um, because they knew. They, I, I have a feeling they knew the truth. And then after that, they started getting all hardcore, started doing work. But I have to say, I mean, if, if, if it wasn't true, you would really get mad. But if it was true, deep down inside, you'd get pretty mad. And um, I think to myself, what was the benefit out of that? You know, telling somebody, hey, you're lazy, you know, even if it's true, you know, what's the point? of telling the truth some people they live in these realities and um as long as you don't burst their bubble they're okay and may, is that healthy for them no of course not that's terrible that's real bad for you as a person if if you can't understand when you're wrong you know you will never be able to move forward in life you know you're always going to be stuck where you're at because you because <clears throat> uh you can't except reality you know you can't uh, you can't grow if you can't learn you know and if you know and if you get all offended by <clears throat> by the truth then uh, it sucks to be you so that being said i mean 
I got friends, man. They do they do bad shit, right? And if you were to bring it up, they'd be, they would fight to the fucking bitter end just so that their idea of themselves doesn't affect their bubble. Like, it really pisses them off. Like, if you say, well, you ditched me that one time, blah, blah, blah. Or, we didn't ditch you, da, 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 and they get all mad and shit. You know, but with me personally, if you if you tell me, hey, you did this, and I'll, I'll, I'll think about it, and if I did do wrong, I'll admit it. I'll definitely admit it. I'll be like, hey, man, I fucked up, you know. I don't care. Or, or yeah, I fucked up. Oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. But um, there, there are people out there that have a reality outside their bubble. And uh, because they can't realize the truth of anything, really, if, if they're criticized in any way and you break their truth, that's a, that's a thing in which they just like, oh, they get all mad. And I, it brings me to uh, Sung Soo. Sung Soo said, like, if there's a walled city, you kind of have to stay away from those things, you know, at the most. I mean, if you, if you can, you know, do not attack a walled city. And I think of that when I talk to people. I think to myself, I mean, you, here you are, you're living this lie, and, I mean, am I the one to call you out? If I call you out, you're going to start some shit. It's a war that I don't really want. <laughs> And, you know, I think that everybody has a personal ticker, like with a compatibility. You know, if, if you're talking to somebody and they suck and you call them out, you just lost, you lost points with that person, you know. And what, what are we trying to do here? Am I trying to change a person here, you know? Like, I got my friends. Do I want to change them in any way? I mean, like, if you say, if you call them out on some shit that they fucked up on, you know, oh, well, granted, not like if they just murdered some random homeless person, but like, you know, stupid shit, you know, oh, you cheated or on that person or, I mean, you know, whatever, you had a kid or something like that and you don't pay child support or something. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. But, I mean, if you if you if you tell them hey look blah 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 you know and the pe- person's all like fuck that's not true because of this this and that and they start making up excuses well you just hit the hornet's nest you know is it worth it if it's worth it i guess yeah i mean just like sung Su said you know if you if you have to you have to but try not to and i think go through life like that like as in um you talk to a person they don't want to hear the truth it if it's worth it, if there's any value in it, I mean, yeah, try to try to explain it to them. But sometimes people just don't want to understand things. They just want to know what they know, and that's it. No more. You know? It sucks, though, because if we kept like that, the Earth would still be flat. Gravity would not exist. Um, we couldn't go to the moon. Well, then again, not suspect. Did we go to the moon? <laughs> All right, I wanted to end this on a positive note. Uh, I was going to talk about Star Trek, but now I'll just do another podcast for that. Star Trek, favorite show. Somewhat. Some guy has two penises. That's in Star Trek. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, you know how like I like my list. Top five, top this, top that. Here we got something I just came up with. Five superheroes. And I had questions five superheroes like in a way oh uh, you'll get the gist of it uh like i had a question like for number five it's luke cage my question is how come no one ever tries to poison him like everyone's trying to fucking beat luke cage. so luke cage is this guy in a, in a in a comic book and in the tv show on netflix where <clears throat> his skin is impenetrable and he's super strong 
And they explained it with some sci-fi frou-frou science. On his outside, he's like that. You know, he's like a super, you know, strong on the on the outside. But, like, there's several times where he's been, like, choked or, like, he, lack of oxygen kind of thing. I've seen it. I think if you have to, if he's breathing, why can't you just, I don't know, take away his oxygen or poison him? What happens if he drinks poison? Would he die? I don't know. He has to eat food. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you could poison that guy. That's my thoughts on Luke Cage. How to kill him. Poison. The fuck? The Flash. Why does he get surprised? Yeah, okay, here we go. Number four, The Flash. Here's my question for The Flash. What? How come he gets surprised? That doesn't make sense because you move at the speed of light. Your brain is... I guess faster than the speed of light, you know. Um, you perceive things faster than the speed of light. So when someone goes boo or comes around the corner, and there's several episodes in the in the Flash show or, where he gets surprised, it doesn't make sense because unless you're moving light speed, I mean, like if if a car moved ten miles an hour at you from a hundred feet away, would that surprise you? No. Because you could see it really slowly. That's the flash all the time. Everything's moving that slow. Or maybe it's a reflex. You should do that in one episode or a comic book and explain how he gets surprised. Because it just doesn't make sense. His brain processes shit faster too. Because if you're if a normal human being's brain moves really fast and processes shit, you know, then how come the flash's brain doesn't do that? He has to. I don't know. That's my question for The Flash. So I guess there's five superhero questions. Number three, Daredevil. He should get shot, right? So he's blind. <clears throat> so the, the premise of Daredevil is he's blind and he's able, his other senses are super heightened, right? So he's able to you know hear things and, and uh, smell things and touch things and just know stuff and super senses. And uh, in the show, they represent that as a fire. You know, he sees everything as a fire, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but somehow, when you shoot a gun at him, he uh, dodges the bullet. And I think to myself, even if you're seeing the bullet, you can't dodge it. I don't know how, like, if you have a machine gun, he's dodging these things. Because it doesn't matter if he can perceive it really fast, he'd still get shot. Because, you know... I mean, if you're, sh yeah, dude, how does he, how does he see anything? Like, how does, how does, um, I don't know. Yeah, just guns, basically. Shit. Fuck. That's pretty much it. I don't know how he gets away with it. He should always be shot. <laughs> uh, that's not much. I don't know why I put that on number three. That should have been number five. Luke Cage should have been number three. Whatever. Number two, Iron Fist. Iron Fist should be dead all the time. <laughs> it looks like I have a theme here. Except for the Flash, it didn't make sense. I have two DC and three uh, Marvel characters here. Iron Fist. So Iron Fist is this martial arts dude with a fist that he can make iron. Shit, he can make both fists go iron if he wanted. It gets super powerful, indestructible fist. He's able to punch and destroy anything with his punch, right? That's That's about it, man. If I put a gun to his head, he should die. I mean, I don't know how he, how is it that he is surviving anything that's happening, you know, like, 
if he's fighting a bad dude, bad dude should shoot him. It's not like he can block this shit with his hand. I mean, he, he can. Say he can, but um, he ain't going to block a machine gun, all of it, all the bullets. He's not super fast. He's just, his hand's really strong. That's it. And it takes him a while. Have you ever seen him, like, ch channel? He's like, ugh, he focuses, and then he does it. Hmm. He should be dead. And last one, my number one question is, why can't, how come Batman can't kill? And you're like, oh, that's the crux of who he is. He doesn't kill because he'd be like the bad guys that he that that he's fighting. But like, okay, okay, wait a minute. So it's okay to beat up people because bad guys beat up people. I mean, he breaks arms and limbs and shit. The bad guys do that. I mean, so we're willing to do some sacrifices for the greater good, but we can't do everything. I mean, like, it's not like he's like raping or anything like that. But, I mean, okay, so you kill the Joker, right? What's our thought process? Um, well, that's bad because, you know, you're just like the Joker. No, you're not. You're Batman. You killed the Joker. He is now dead. Done. And then, you, okay, what's another argument? Uh, another Joker could take his place. I'm like, really? Another Joker could take his place? I'll kill him too. And just keep killing him. Just like when you put a guy in prison, you know, you don't just like, oh, that's it. And then you know crime's done no there's more prisoners more people and you put them in prison yeah okay and you keep put, putting people in prison okay we'll keep killing them if you just keep killing them then they don't be in prison and then you don't have to fight that bad guy i don't know i just think that if batman started killing he'd be a lot better i mean just it's just easier and like what he's gonna be sad about it he'll never stop killing why does he gotta go so, to an extreme why can't he just like have if he has a golden rule about never killing why can't he have a golden rule just kill you know and then don't go too far with it you know just make sure it's a quick death you know or something i don't know <laughs> let that be your golden rule but yeah batman should be able to kill people just saying <laughs> all right i got one more thing and that is it it's a rant, more than anything. Ranting, ranting, gonna get my rant on. That's my rant song. Not really. Um, so they made an on Netflix. Netflix is big on making stuff. One thing they made was a de or a Death Note. A Death Note is a is a uh, <clears throat> anime about this dude writes in a book. Writes a name in a book and that person dies, right? And um, he he does this with uh, 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 whatever. Fuck it. Okay, so that's a great anime. I really like it. The, the main character's smart. So they made a movie about it that had nothing to do with Death Note. I mean, it had like bits and pieces of it, but it was terrible. It was a terrible fucking movie. And um, they were like, the the main the main gripe that some people voiced was the whitewashing, which I am infuriated by this because it wasn't the whitewashing. And what whitewashing means is it was Japanese characters, they replaced them with white people. That is not what's wrong with that movie. That is like if you had a top hundred things that are wrong with that movie, that would even be in there. That movie is terrible. It's god awful. And they they're 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 fucking dying on this hill saying it's whitewashing, and so 
okay, the, the mistake is the movie is terrible. I'm not going to break it down, but the story's bad, the characters are bad, the acting's bad, everything's bad. But whitewashing isn't the main thing. In fact, if you had the same exact movie and they were all Japanese, it would still be a terrible fucking movie. You know, if you ever watch Attack on Titan, the actual live action movie, that movie was fucking terrible and they were all Japanese. But I, oh, I digress. So here you got Sword Art Online. That's a, that's a favorite anime of mine. It's one of those, uh, it's on Netflix. It uh, was a guy, plays a video game, he's stuck in it, you know, and it's a life and death kind of thing. I thought that was pretty cool. And that's it. Whatever. And um, so Netflix is like, look, bro, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure not to whitewash this movie. So they're going to be Japanese. I'm like, why the fuck is that even a topic of discussion? It seems like we're talking about all this other shit that doesn't make sense with the main narrative of what's going on. You know, like, oh yeah, we promise not to whitewash. No, that fucking movie, don't make it shitty. That's it. Just like Death Note. It's not convoluted. Make the story good. Make the characters good. Make them represent the characters that they are in the the anime, in, in the movie. I mean, shit, it's like... Ask yourself, would this character do this? You know, that kind of thing. Those kinds of critical questions in Death Note. They didn't do that. Now you got Sword Art Online, and you're going to be like, hey, we're going to make... And one, they should make this a movie, by the way. It should be a TV show, if anything. It's like 50 fucking episodes plus, and you're going to make that into a movie? It should be like maybe... You can make that into maybe a six-hour show or something like that. Six episodes, if anything. Uh, but, um, man, dude, that's, that's rough. It seems like they're missing the point and this, this might be shitty. I'm just saying, I hate, I really hate when people bitch about something that has nothing to do with why people are bitching, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I just see things differently. Cause I like, for instance, Star Wars A. If you just had Luke Skywalker fucking fight, that movie would have been so much better. And there's a bunch of other bitching going on, you know. But people are all hung up on Leia using the Force. Maybe that's a good analogy of what I'm talking about. But reality, everyone just hates those fucking movies, except for critics. Uh, let me think here. What's a good example of that? I remember we were understaffed. Um, as you know we were under staff you know we needed people and <clears throat> rather than like ad- addressing that issue because they couldn't they were like get it done do this well do this do that help each other they were talking about everything else but the real reason we couldn't do five things at once is because we were understaffed you got three hardcore things you had you have patience you had callbacks, meaning calling the patient back if they have a problem, and then you had the paperwork that comes in. Those three things. If you have one person, you need like maybe let's just say you need three people to do those three jobs, but you have one person. So if you're checking in patients, how is all the other two things getting done? If you answering the phones, how who's checking in the patients, and then you know vice, you know all that. Just one person can't do three jobs. 
they were like, hey, man, you need to do these three jobs. And you're just like, hey, look, bro, I, I can only do what I can do. You know, I can check in these patients, but then I can do that, you know. And they're like, well, if you do – and then they, they talked about other shit like if you were to get some help from your other – and they're doing the same thing. We had like three other – we had two other people doing the same exact thing. If you get their help, they can help you. And I'm like – it's the same thing though. They're having the same difficulty I am. They're, you know, same exact thing, you know? And they're like, well, if you just uh, manage your time correctly, and I'm like, you're addressing everything but the real issue. It's understaffed. And then, like, all of a sudden, we got more people and shit was getting done. And they're like, they patted themselves on the back because they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did good because we, you know, we told you guys to help each other and you did and you did this and that. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? We just gained like three people. You know, one, we were barely doing the job with one. You had two. You could do the job almost. And now we have like three, you know, so we could overdo it. But they didn't see it that way. They only saw it in a way which, you know, because I said something here's another good example it's you got to get these tasks done you know like so you have 100 tasks to do things to do call this person 100 times whatever and um they're gonna get done at the end of the day okay no matter what now you inject a person saying hey you got to get these tasks done Okay, cool. You do, you told us that in the morning. They get done at the end of the day. Whether or not that person injected themselves, either way, shit got done at the end of the day. But because they they fucking did that, they talked in the morning thinking that's what got it done, they truly believed and they said it. You're like, yeah, it's a good thing I said that thing in, in the morning. That's why they got done at the end of the day. But they were doing that long before you told us that at the end of the day and now because you said something in the morning they got done at the end of the day that's stupid that's like saying um if you're drinking water and i tell you hey make sure to drink water and you won't be thirsty i mean duh of course because we've already fucking established that throughout life because i'm drinking water now you know that kind of thing you know and then well okay so you're wondering what the fuck did he stray off i get it no whitewashing this is what's happening. The story needs to be addressed, not whitewashing. They're going to fucking put Japanese characters in this fucking movie. And if and the problem is, I have to root for this to fail. Because if this fucking movie has Japanese people and it fucking succeeds, it means that if the next movie that they make or whatever, they'll think it was the whitewashing that was the problem. And therefore, they'll just switch them out with Japanese people. And the movie will then suck. And they will just keep making sucky movies. Because they won't figure out that it's it's the fucking story and the characters that drive the fucking show. You know? I, uh, there's like thousands of anime. Why is this anime popular? Because of the fucking story and the fucking characters. Whether or not they're the Japanese or not really isn't a thing, you know. I mean, it's it's driven because of the story and the characters. And then you gotta you could use this whitewashing as an excuse. Now, if it fucking fails, this won't be a problem because it'd be oh well, we did this. What the fuck is the problem? And then they might hear the other. So you got your top five concerns. They'll 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 hear the second concern. Well, maybe the story sucks. <laughs> 
Well, anyways, that's my rant on uh, Sword Art Online. Uh, if you want to reach me, I'm on the podcast for me at gmail.com. I'm on the iTunes as well. Leave me a review. SoundCloud, Facebook, yeah, I'm on everything. So, like I said, says before, do better today than you were yesterday. Don't attack a walled city. <laughs> I mean, is it worth it? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, everyone, you know what to do. Stay frosty. It's the devil and the devil is free.